Hey guys, get ready. Looking Up is about to start.
afternoon, everyone. That was a bit of a false start, but we are into it. We are into it. So I want to give each and everyone a huge welcome on this beautiful day. It is an absolutely deliciously delightful day, as we would say, here on the Looking Up Show. And those who are joining us for the first time, a big warm welcome to you wherever you may be listening from, on the more than 100 outlets that are airing the Looking Up show this afternoon. So if you're our regular listener, which we have many of, at least three, I understand, are regular <laughs> listeners, we want to give you a big warm welcome as well. And it's fantastic to have you. And today we've got the wonderful Shell directing traffic once again without her I would be certainly very, very lost. And we have a very special guest, the other half of Sharissa, who is away. Justin, hey. big welcome to you. Happy to be here. Just a substitute today. Substitute. <laughs> he's come off the in. bench. He's come off the bench. <laughs> That's right. He's been feeling the oranges. Second string radio host. <laughs> <laughs> and doing a great job and loving it. And so we've got our friend Sharissa, who... Ended up with COVID yeah. of all things. Yeah, pretty, pretty rough, but uh, she's actually doing pretty well. She's just still testing positive, so she couldn't make it. But, yeah. you know, it's only a head cold, thankfully, uh, you know, just runny nose, stuffy nose at different points, scratchy throat. And, um, I escaped unscathed. Fantastic. Famous last words, watch me go home and <laughs> get away. Away you go. Away you go. <laughs> no, I think she's past her contagious stage, but, uh, yeah, she will. I'm sure she's, uh, she'll test negative tomorrow. She she's might even well. be listening right now, Sharissa. She might be. Sharissa, my friend, if you're listening right now, I am sure you are glowing and growing. <laughs> Would that be fair to say? She is still glowing and growing. In fact, <sighs> even more Ooh. than weeks past. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? She's not here on this last Wednesday program of the year. And so we can talk about her. So you can share a lot of things that we wouldn't otherwise. So, um, um, yeah, so it's three weeks to go now, if that's yeah, right. That's right. We've 37, been counting weeks, down. 37 weeks pregnant today. <gasps> three so. weeks, three weeks. It could happen anytime. Anytime. Yeah. It could even happen while we're on radio. Wouldn't yep. that be amazing? No, yep. it wouldn't be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> until at least 5.30, until at least the program ends. So. Anyway, folk, we're really glad that you have joined us and um, yeah, we wish Sharissa all the best. And uh, yeah, this is the last program for the year. It's December 14, 2022, and I can't believe the year is almost up. And uh, we've got another wonderful program in store for you today, a Christmas program. But um, before we get into that, of course, we've got our current events in light of Bible prophecy. We've got some beautiful music coming up now from Michael Card. And a beautiful song to kick us off with. Thank you, Shell. I was going to Sharissa. Thank you, Shell. With Unto Us a Son is Given. This is a classic, a beautiful mm. song. So tune into this as we begin this final program for the year. Counselor 
What a beautiful song. Unto us a son is given. Mm. Isn't that just a beautiful song? Absolutely powerful. Powerful. And you know what? That this song is especially powerful um, in the the Messiah uh, from Handel's Messiah. Mm. Have you heard yes, it? You know, oh, I'm telling you, it it takes your breath away. There are just tingles going up and down your spine, and it's just phenomenal. Heavenly inspired, inspired by heaven for sure. Oh, absolutely. And folks, this would be a good time this time of year to yeah listen to Handel's Messiah. And the good news with the internet is that yeah, it's on there. You can you can watch it. You can listen to it and. I enjoy doing that over the Christmas break, going for a walk somewhere in the mountains or wherever and just, you know, putting on the Handel's Messiah and listening to the whole and just meditating on the words in nature. It's just phenomenal, Justin. It's so valuable because, you know, we're surrounded by a society that that kind of celebrates Christmas, but all of the things that aren't what Christmas is really about originally and, you know, biblically. And, uh, you know, Santa and the reindeer, and we can get so caught up in the commercialism that we forget the real reason for the season. And that, of course, is commemorating Jesus coming to earth. Absolutely. And uh, Handel's Messiah is such a beautiful piece to really take your mind um, back to that time when Jesus was born. Yes, indeed, indeed. Well, folk, glad to have you on the Looking Up show, the final show of the year, 2022, which has whizzed by. Can you believe how quickly it's gone by, Justin? <laughs> it has just flown. I mean... I feel like the last two years have flown by. They There's something have. about COVID last year that but, just <laughs> made, yeah, yeah, made things uh, kind of feels like the year disappeared. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's hard to believe that it is December again and soon, just 10 days away, it will be Christmas. Yeah, exactly right. So um, it, it's quite incredible. And, you know, just to think back, you know, you talk about how quickly time has gone. It's almost three years since we we heard about COVID-19 mm. You know, hmm. this virus that, that began in Wuhan, China. Mm. Everybody knows that town. Well, that city, <laughs> it's not a town. It's a city of a, several million people. Um, you know, we, we, we heard it. It was back in January 2020, which, yeah, in another few weeks' time, it will be January 2023. And it'll be hmm. three years wow. have whizzed by. It's so hard to believe it's been three years already. 36 months. Can you believe it? Wow. How time flies and how much the world has changed. No kidding. Incredible. It's a totally different world. It's a bit like September 11. You know, you look at the world prior mm. to September 11, you woke up and the world was different. Mm, very true. You know, I remember the front page headlines back then. You mm. know, for those who are a little bit older, you kind of weren't too old. But you're what, in your Me? teens? Oh, yeah, teens? I was 15. 15, yeah. so you're a teenager. A happy teenager. Wait, 14. 14, yeah. there no, you go. 15, I was 15. 15. Yeah, I just turned 15 uh, a few months before. And Sharissa was three. <laughs> uh, no, not quite, not quite. <laughs> She's not, <laughs> no, dude. Uh, no, um, so, um, yeah, but I remember the newspaper, the newspaper headlines. You know, the world will never be the same again, mm, you know, yeah. right around the world. You know what's crazy is that, yeah, speaking of Sharissa being three, she wasn't. She's two years younger than me. But what's crazy to me is when you talk to kids and you're like, no, Remember 9-11, September, <laughs> September 11, 2001, and you do the math, they're just looking at you blankly, and you realize they weren't born yet. <laughs> it's uh, well, 20 it, years ago plus yeah, yeah, and that's counting. Right. Yeah, this yeah. next year will be 21 years. Yeah. and, and what? Oh, no, we, we just passed 21 years. Yeah, we did. We? we had the 20th anniversary last year. Mm, that's so, right. Yeah, we've just passed 20. But I agree, years. COVID was one of those crucial turning points in, I think, world history oh, you know, absolutely. that we have seen. And, absolutely. Um, just so grateful to God to... For now, be on the other side of it. I know there's Indeed. this little wave that has swept through as Sharissa's, you know, getting sick with it is evidence of. But so grateful to God that the worst of it seems to be behind us. And um, 
Yeah, that's definitely good news. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, before we continue on, we want to give our phone number. Um, our We have our own looking up phone number. Can you believe it, Justin? Can you <laughs> believe on, it? Moving on up. I'm telling you, Faith FM have entrusted us, not so much me, more Sharissa <laughs> and Shell, with our very own phone number. And so here it is, folk. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. It's 04 triple eight one seven six two four so that's oh four triple eight one seven six two four lock that into your phone um that's the looking up number nobody else has that number but the looking up show and so give us a send us a message or two um, and today especially we need your feedback we've already had some feedback um this one was from my good friend margaret who I think sent this in last week, Shell, if, if, I, if I remember correctly. This was from last week. And, um, yeah, hi, Pastor Danny and Charissa, your old secretary, etc. saying hi. Oh, yes, I know who that is. Yes, my good <laughs> friend. She is my good friend. Um, also saying very happy to hear your exciting news, Charissa and Justin on the Faith FM Oh, thank you so show. much. Yes, uh, they're congratulating you. And Thank there'll be you. many Thank more in so three much. weeks' time. Yeah. Or prior. <laughs> it could or, be. Or potentially a or day a or two after. later. Uh, I think the baby's going to come early. Yesterday, well, she said the baby was moving around more than any other single day wow. that uh, that she's had in her pregnancy. So I think it's ready to... We, we have so much fun together, and we end up laughing together so much that Sharissa often looks over at me and says, I think this baby is ready to come out and meet us because <laughs> we're always having so much fun. It wants probably, you know, experiencing FOMO, fear of missing out and... Going to come join us sometime soon. Uh, so. Oh, I have a message here from your dearly beloved. Ah, okay. She says she is listening, so careful what you say. <laughs> <laughs> no, Note <she> taken. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's, she's listening to make sure we're on our best behavior. <laughs> Sharissa, what did you, what were you thinking when you gave Justin to me without <laughs> your supervision? Poor Shell, poor Shell. You should just look at her face filled with anxiety and fear and trepidation as to what will come out of Donnie's mouth. <laughs> or no, Justin's. Or Justin. Nah, Justin's pretty, he's, he's pretty good. He's not as organic as Donnie. He hasn't hung around me long enough. <laughs> but Sharice is becoming more and more organic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she was yeah. so, so sort of structured and well-behaved and normal. And all of a sudden, you know. She's kind of changing. So off, anyway, the, off the cuff, right. very comfortable. <laughs> now tell me, tell me, tell me. All right, I've got to ask you this. I've got to ask you this because she's not here, so this is my chance. My only one, one and only chance because after this she's going to have the baby and it's going to be too late to ask these questions. So have you noticed any changes? Like is she, is she like grumpier? Is she happier? <laughs> is she... So you what's know, it like? What's what's fascinating is like that behind the scenes, our <laughs> listeners really want to hear this. You know, before I answer the question, I should okay. just say it's really funny how the many cultures and countries of the world each have various different theories for determining the gender of the baby. And one of our favorite ones was um, one of our African friends. She said, "Look, if you're extra loving toward your husband, it's a girl. If you fight more than normal with him, then it's going to be a boy." Mm-hmm. So you know, sometimes. In the last nine months, we're going to have a boy. Sometimes we're going to have a girl. It's, <laughs> it's so fluctuated. The- but, but I'd have to say, overall, Sharissa has been so positive and happy. And it, it's just been so wonderful. I was actually telling her yesterday, I said, I can't believe we've made it through these nine months just about. Mm. And I said, I'm really proud of you for doing such an amazing job, especially earlier this year yeah. when I had cancer and was yeah. going through chemotherapy and you know, she had to put up with uh, a husband in pain and misery mm. and grumpy at times. She's just had such a positive 
upbeat attitude and yeah man i hope the baby takes after her in that because <laughs> mm. um yeah it's it's just been pretty amazing she's really she her character is oh man she's gonna get mad at me for saying this but it's true like her character is shown to me before but mm. like even more now um mm. yeah bringing this precious little one and and all some of the challenges that come with that just the positive attitude she's had wow and uh, the blessing that she's been to others and the selflessness that she's lived with um, oh praise the lord now she's she is wonderful i i praise the lord that i can hang out with her once a week and she's a she's a very very good um example and uh what's what's the word i'm looking for you know how they talk about um people who rub off on each other um they talk about that person's a good a good influence influence that's the word i was looking for <laughs> influence she's an influencer you know? no, she's uh yeah she's a very very good she's been a good influence on me i was definitely gonna, i was gonna say just a funny story another uh another um friend of ours and church member we did a, a hike on sabbath afternoon a few months ago and some of the ladies were like oh you're gonna have a boy Mm-hmm. And she said, really? What, what makes you say that? We were hiking to Nobby's Head here in yeah, Newcastle. Yeah. And um, they had just kind of started the walk. And me and some of the husbands were up ahead. And the ladies had kind of hung back to talk to Sharissa. And, you know, anyhow, some of the ladies had moved on ahead as well. But some of them were talking to her. And they said, oh, you're going to have a boy. And she said, oh, how do you know? What, what makes you say that? And they said, see, when you're going to have a boy, the, the baby is very much forward. You can't tell from behind that, that you're pregnant. Mm. Um, but when you're going to have a girl, it, it kind of presses out around the sides and it's rounder mm-hmm. and she said oh interesting and then they saw a pregnant lady walking and they said see she's gonna have a boy Ooh. so one of them ran up to her uh-huh. and she said excuse me um here we go you're having you're gonna have a boy right and she said no it's a girl oh <laughs> so oh. that theory was immediately shot <laughs> shot oh, down my. but um yeah it'll be interesting to see we're kind of excited that we've kept it a surprise and oh, that we don't know the go. gender of the baby but like the olden days yeah like the olden days gender reveal on the birthday <laughs> oh well as it has been for six millennia yeah we did the true. same thing um did I tell you, um, Sharissa knows, she, Sharissa knows all the stories, but um, did I tell you that our first daughter was like two weeks overdue? Really? Yeah, two, two weeks, weeks. weeks. Yeah, my wife wow. had to be induced. Um, she didn't want to come out. And uh, <laughs> I've, I've talked to her recently. She's 26 years old now. Mm. And um, and she remembers and she says it was because I heard your voice and I just tried to stay in for as long as I possibly could. I was like just uh, it was just too much for me. So I, I stayed for as long and I didn't want to come out. The doctors forced me out. No. So, um, yeah, so she was two weeks overdue. Wow. Whereas our second daughter, she came right on time, I think, mm. somewhere there. Wow. So anyway, so that, was, so that was quite interesting. I and, think um, the baby's going to come early. Yeah. I think the week the week before or the week yeah. after Christmas. But we really don't know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Now, tell me, how, how are you doing? By the way, my dad, I think he might be listening from America. Oh, um, okay. But, uh, he's hoping that the baby is uh, born on his birthday, which is January 16. Yeah. But that's like almost two weeks overdue. So, <laughs> well, Well, I've already put yeah. my order in. January 1, that's the day Jasmine and I got married. Ah, that's right. I so heard January on the January 1, week. New Year's Day. What a way to begin the new year. <laughs> True. I mm. mean, have the baby on January new 1. Year, so Charissa, new baby, new life. Charissa, can you do your best? Please, <laughs> please, please, January 1. She's had a lot of requests. Okay. okay. Had, uh, well, someone's going to get the request. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, well. So how, how are you doing? Um, yeah, we've obviously been updating our listeners. They're, they're keen to know. 
Um, it's been a number of months now mm. since you were diagnosed, I think, toward the beginning of the year. I remember yeah. it was somewhere before April, probably That's March, right. was it? In That's March, right. It was there? mid-April. Mid-April, um, you were diagnosed. We can't, they kind of discovered enlarged lymph nodes back beginning of February, but the tests and biopsies and all of this didn't come back till mid-April. But so grateful to God that I'm well again. I'm healthy. My energy levels have come back. Mm, praise the Lord. You know, it's... Um, I, I did natural therapy and chemotherapy from the chemotherapy was I'm still doing some natural things to treat it or to help prevent it from coming back because chance of relapse is mm. existent within the first mm. five years. But um, definitely so grateful to God for his healing. And um, the chemotherapy I did from May 18 until July, end of July, did five treatments. Um, and yeah, just it was um, really a, a tough experience. Uh, my heart really goes out to all those who are battling cancer and who are doing chemotherapy and treatment for much longer than I did. Um, and yeah, I'm very blessed in that it wasn't that long of a, um, of a, of a journey thus far, at least, uh, you know, I'm praying it doesn't come back. But, um, I tell you, you know, Danny, when, when you're laying on your couch and you feel half dead, like more than half dead, mm. your energy levels are completely gone. Like you have, when your mental energy is down, you have no desire and drive mm. to work. And I actually started thinking and worrying, like, is this the new normal? Like, wow. I was so down physically. My energy was so shot that I thought, what if my energy actually never comes back? Because wow. it had been so long since I'd had the normal mental and physical energy that I that I loved and enjoyed every day and, and, you and took do for once again now. You you totally took it, took it for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, our health is just so important and we often take it for granted. Mm. But um, it really was a wake-up call. And I was thinking about this the other day. Just on Monday, I, I did a funeral for uh, a lady. Um, I never had the privilege of meeting. But uh, she passed away here cleaning at Woolworths, actually, just a, a little a few weeks ago in a tragic accident with a floor cleaner. And I started remembering what I had said as I was hearing them share stories about this young lady who died too soon. And I remember that when we discovered that I had some kind of lymphoma, most likely, we started looking it up online. And um, Dr. Google said it could, ha it could be as short as a year or two of life that I would have left, wow. depending on what type of lymphoma wow. it was. And so I said, Lord, I need to be living every day of my life doing exactly what you want me to be doing. Mm. You know, so walking so closely with you that every single day is what you want it mm. to be for me. Amen. And wow. I think I was just reminded, you know, why should it be any different? Just mm. because I don't have a, a you know, uh, a lifespan like listed out for me from by someone else. But we should be living every day of our lives saying, Lord, how do you want me to live mm, this day? Amen. Well, that's very, very powerful. And folk, I hope and pray you've been blessed. We were planning on getting into some current events, but we Oh, got, was this the segment no, for that? this was the segment, oh, but man. I think this was more interesting. Uh, <laughs> oh, we just got carried away. See, this is what happens when Sharissa's not segment. here. <laughs> Sharissa's not here, and um, and away we go. So, yeah, we'll, we'll deal with that after the news, and um, we've got a couple of other things that we want to share with you and an opportunity for you to respond, some very, very important tips that will need to come our way, but... Before that, we've got Malita Fong, Sharissa's sister. Mary, did you know the news? And we'll be back after that. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would someday walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby come to make you new this child that you 
like to a blind man married. Did you know that your baby boy would calm a storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? When you kiss your little baby, you've kissed the face of To Faith FM, positively different radio. The Breakfast Show bits worth repeating. He said, "No, I'm not going to give up on you. I'm going to keep praying." And he says, "If you hang up on me, I'll pray twice as hard." <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay, that's a unique approach, but I like it. He never ever stopped pushing that day. He just said, "No, I don't care what you say. I know that I'm here talking to you for a reason." Instead of saying no, I eventually gave in and he prayed. He asked God to take my pain and to take my anxiety, all the things that seem cliche to Christians. But I think when you have a definitive moment in time where you know you became a Christian, this would have to be my moment. This was a segment from The Breakfast Show. Join in each weekday morning here on Faith FM. The Breakfast Show, 7 till 9 weekday mornings be there hey everyone you're listening to a repeat of our live show looking up that's right and if you think this is good you'll definitely want to tune in on wednesdays at 3 30 to join us for the live event because you can actually participate there's a free giveaway that you can claim you can text in your questions and prayer requests live is so much more fun so catch you then to you last looking up show how sad how sad how sad but um here we are we've got to the end of the year it's december 14 and it's our final show for the year but we will not be going away forever we will be back in the new year and i've got my special guest here uh, justin 
Sharissa's husband, because uh, Sharissa, for those who have joined us in the last little bit, she unfortunately came down with COVID. She's okay. She's um, three weeks ago before the big day. Uh, and so she's just resting up, and so she sent in her offsider. And um, so he's been warming the bench, and he's come in, and he is firing. He's already scored about four goals. Um, <laughs> we're having our own World Cup here. And um, oh, my team, by the way, got knocked out. Uh, Croatia. Ah, true. Yeah, yeah they got knocked out. The no, they didn't make it. Yeah, Messi, Messi was just too much for him. He made a mess of them, <laughs> as they saw. So, excuse the pun. Isn't that just the coolest dad joke? Joke, shell. <laughs> Messi made a mess of the Croatian defence. Um, yeah. I haven't heard that one from the commentaries <laughs> at all. So anyway, maybe yeah. There you go. Um, so just as well, I'm on look, the Looking Up show, not on a on a soccer commentating <laughs> show. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that's carrying on, and I think this weekend is the is the final. So we'll see. No. Yeah, semi-finals have happened already. Uh, tomorrow is the other semi-final. Um, oh. France and Morocco. Oh, so hold on. You're talking about, France. that's right. Croatia went through to the semi-finals. Yeah, this was a semi-final against Argentina. Oh, and so Argentina I missed that. Th- and I Argent- didn't catch up yeah, on that. 3-0. 3-0. Uh, Argentina oh, wow. uh, into the final. Wow. Um, Did Messi so, score one or yeah, two of the Messi goals? Messi scored a penalty. Um, oh. I just watched the two-minute highlights this morning. Yeah, that's what I catch too. Uh, and, Don't have um, time to watch no, the whole match. No, 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 no. So anyway... um. So, yeah, we'll see if Morocco ends up being I'm the going first for African team to make it to the final. There's They're never... actually the first African team to make it to the semifinals. semifinals. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The first yeah. African team to make it to the semifinals. So that'll be huge. I've been wanting a country from Africa or Asia to win a World Cup for, like, years. Yeah. I mean, long time. Yeah. 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 So it might be this year. Who knows? Yeah, it might be. It might be. And um, you never know. Next time could be Australia. <laughs> Good one, Danny. <laughs> then we'll just know. kidding, just kidding, that'll, everyone. That'll I be mean. A, that'll be a sign of the end. You can be sure the end is nigh. <laughs> that'll be well and true. Probably take a World Cup before America. <laughs> well, I don't know. They're about the uh, same, eh? America's Australia pretty much America. won. America's won everything except for the soccer, soccer. World Cup. Literally, <laughs> they've right. literally won everything. You know what? I I think that's really good because that way. Um, you can't have bragging rights to everything. <laughs> you know, it's good that, you know, the land of the free and the home of the brave is not the best in everything. <laughs> just and almost everything. Yeah. I know, I know. Otherwise, no, otherwise, otherwise there'd be no place for humility <laughs> at all. I mean, how do you remain humble when you're the best at everything? <laughs> well, our population is huge. I mean, to be fair, you know, like you look at the Olympics, China and the United States population oh, oh. is massive. It's, it's yeah. like, well, we're, we're bound to India's have some of the best. India's got a billion plus people, but yeah. that, they don't do as well as you guys yeah, do. Good point. And China. China doesn't do... I mean, they do that's well. Good, but we do still, have a um, lot of really athletic people and a lot of people US, that pour money into sports. That's so. the thing. Look, you have a lifestyle that affords people to go and have play sport mm. because you know a lot of these countries in India, they're trying to eke out a living, mm. most people. And so, you know, you don't have so many people playing sports. True. Um, and so, yeah, these things make... make you want to know something difference. else? Some other reason? What, another reason I think America is great in the sports world is we have so many first generation, second, third generation immigrants from other countries. Yeah, true. That we true. have some of the best from all around the world, but it's they're true. American. It's you know? true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, look, America, because of, of, of its constitution and foundations and so forth and so on, has attracted more immigrants than any other country mm. on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. So, and its openness to, well, yeah, currently with the border too, they're very too open. open. They're very <laughs> two, million, open. <laughs> two million people come across in the last year undocumented and kind yeah. of the issues that that causes. But yeah, definitely we take in the legal way and the proper cha- through the proper channels more 
uh, immigrants that are refugees fleeing from war-torn countries and things than any other country in the world. Yes, indeed, uh, indeed. I failed to share a, a big a big hello to my mechanic. I've got a fantastic mechanic by the name of Steve. Not sure if you're still listening in, Steve, but um, good old Steve. He's um, yeah, he's been my mechanic ever since I've been here in Corumbong. Top mechanic. If anyone mm. is after a good mechanic um, that lives somewhere around the Lake Macquarie, Central Coast, even Newcastle area, this guy. I would highly recommend because mm. you know what? Sometimes it's hard to find a good mechanic. It is, yeah. you know, or a trustworthy mechanic. Mm. You know what I mean? That just charges you, you know, reasonably yeah. and doesn't, you know, and doesn't. Because how, how am I supposed to know? I've got no idea. Mm. You know, I, I know where to put the petrol in. I know yeah. how to pump up the tires. I know how to change a tire. But yeah. apart from that, you know, I'm kind of like my completely dad, uh, at a loss. Yeah, my dad owned an auto or a smash repair and uh, mechanic car mechanic shop uh, for like 20 years as I was growing up and you'd be amazed how many times customers would come to him and be like hey the shop down the road gave me a $3,500 estimate and said I need to change my transmission can you just take a look at it and he would be like he would look at it and say you only need to fix this and this it'll be like $250 wow and um, yeah too many people take advantage of people's lack of knowledge unfortunately and not just that area but uh, other businesses but God bless you Steve and uh, Uh, all of yeah, everyone else out there who's Steve honest Pritchard. in your work. Steve Pritchard, look him up. And um, yeah, he's, he's a top mechanic. And we praise the Lord for all those who are honest in business. Yes. It's, it's wonderful. All right, folk, if you want to contact us, um, our number is 0488 17624. That's 0488-17624. We need something from you right now. Okay, this is the last show of the year. This is really, really important. So I hope and pray that you will get those fingers working and send through texts because we need Sharissa and Justin to have some insights into how do they deal <laughs> with this brand new person that comes into their lives. So please, tips for the new mother and father to be. That's what we're looking for awesome. now. Tips. We're, and we're, I'm going to read out all these tips that come through. So 04-888-17624. Sharissa will be please listening. Send them on through. Send on through the tips that they need to be aware of in preparation. So this is the heads up. This is the heads up for them to become parents. So um Give them the tips of what they need to be doing, especially Justin. Justin's going to need a lot of tips <laughs> for what to do, nappies, and just how to treat his wife when the baby arrives. All those things are going to be super helpful, super duper helpful. Send so, them on through. So tips for the new mum and dad. Okay, that's the challenge. All right, so send them through 4 Now, in the meantime, so while we're waiting for those tips to come through, um, we're going to just take... There's, there's, there's a lot that's been happening, but um, I, I don't think we'll spend a lot of time on that. Um, it's coming up to Christmas and we sort of want to focus on the real good positive things. <laughs> yeah. um, but there was, there was one very sad and tragic story that came out um, of what happened either yesterday or the day before. I'm sort of haven't been listening to the news much. I've been so busy because I'm finishing up at my church. Hillview, I've got a new job. I'm not mm. sure if I've mentioned that to our listeners, but I've got a new job next year. I'll be on the road um, running uh, seminars, Bible-based mm. seminars, and be doing that for a lot of the time. And I'm also going to be looking after the Bullaroo Church. Mm, awesome. Which is not far from where we'll we are here in Zen. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to be looking after the Bullaroo Church and... Yeah, if you're um, if you're in the area around Bullaroo, drop in. I'd love to catch up with you. So 
that'd be yeah, that'd be my new role next year. So part time that, part time that, and um, but I'll be on the radio, God willing, and I'll awesome. look to make it as often as possible, and hopefully every Wednesday I can be here unless. I've locked, I've locked it in as a babysitting time every Wednesday, so Sharissa <laughs> can be on radio still. So absolutely, yeah, Sharissa loves the radio. Um, so all right, I think I think some things are coming through here. Let's let's have a look. Okay, oh, we got Linda, my good friend Linda. I'm not sure this is a tip, but she is moving house. She's one of our regular listeners. Mm. She's been coming to Hillview. Oh, nice. And um, yes, yeah, she heard about she heard about a program I was running um, uh, a few months ago. You know the the prophecies. Of Hope series Very that nice, I did, yeah. and she came along, and um, yeah, it's been wonderful to connect with Linda. So Linda, yeah, you're uh, joining us right now. She's moving house. She's moving closer to Morissette, and she's like, oh, I'm going to be very close to the church, and lo and behold, Danny's going. Can oh. you believe it? Can you oh, believe it? Timing. Can you believe it? But anyway, it's been great, and, um, and so it's great to have, um, yeah, connected with Linda. So Linda, great to have you. And um, she's starting a new chapter of her life, hmm. a very important chapter, just drawing closer and closer to the Lord, Praise which God. is the most important thing. So, okay, here we go. Is this a tip that's come through? Let's have a look. Here we go. All right, here we go. Here's a tip. This is from Leanne. Thank you so much, Leanne. The Justin. Oh, you got to see him. He's, he's just <laughs> he's just really excited listening to this tip. Just Trying want, to figure out if it's one of the Leans I know. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I won't give the surname in case uh, Leanne won't want that. But um, yeah, it's Leanne, and she says, "Just want to let you know, I listen to Looking Up every Wednesday. I love it so much. God bless you all." Baby will be born within a week. Whoa. Whoa. Talk about a tip. Is that a prophecy? <laughs> big, big love to Sharissa. So, Leanne, you could be a true prophet. You may not be, but either way, Time will tell. either way, Justin, he's just started to shake. He's just started to shake. So if someone can give some tips on, on how does uh, a father to be stop shaking, um, that would be really helpful. What kind of medications and so on and so forth. Anyway, all right, let's see. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here's another tip. Here's another tip. Who's this come from? Oh, this is this is um, from John. Okay, so John's giving you a tip. Tip for Justin and Sharissa: read and implement the principles from Adventist Home mm. and Child Guidance. Brilliant yeah. books. Yeah, they are. They are. You know, we read Adventist Home the first time together while we were dating, and I've listened to audio of Child Guidance um, over the last few months. It's such gold. It's such an excellent book. The principles in it are just absolute gold, so practical, so balanced, so biblical. And um, yeah, thank you so much for that, John. We will be, I will be going back and underlining and highlighting. Going to take a little time off when baby comes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in that time, I'm going to read my physical copy of the book and underline and highlight and, you know, make notes for what to come back to yeah. as uh, as time goes on. But yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we read those two books when our girls were, were born and um, those, those books, Jasna and mm. I, we read them in the mornings, and it was just such a blessing. So mm. practical, yes. So so practical, and um, yeah. So that's so that's really exciting. And by the way, did you say you're having some time off? Do you know what's not fair? When when my two kids were born, like twenty plus years ago, there was none of this paternity leave. Like, <laughs> oh, it's awesome. I mean, the women the women barely had any time off. Oh, now true. now the fathers have got like this. And how much time do you have off? I actually don't remember if it's two weeks or three weeks, um, but I have so much annual leave up my sleeve oh, that I so should be up. taking. I, yeah. I just never really get to take it. There's only so much time you can take away from work at Absolutely. times, but yeah, anyways, looking forward to it. And I will definitely check out those books once again and, and you know, revisit them, John. So thanks so much for that. All right. Here's, um, here's a comment from Margie. Oh, it's not a tip from Margie, but she's like, 
She's told me I'm not allowed to leave Faith FM. She's like, you dare not leave Faith FM, otherwise you'll be in massive trouble. And I take things seriously from Margie. (laughs) Margie is one of our regulars. And, um, yeah, whatever she says, it's like... You know, it's like my grandma. When my grandmother said something, you listen. Otherwise, you tell nah. them, Margie. You don't want them going <laughs> Thank anywhere. Thank you, either. Margie. So keep the tips coming, and we'll share these tips all the way through the program. Oh four triple eight one seven six two four. Now there there was a very sad story um, that came through. Uh, uh, two police officers. I'm not sure if you caught up on mm, that. Um, yeah. yeah, were murdered. Literally, were what? murdered in cold blood. They were here in Australia. This was here in Australia in Chinchilla, Chinchilla. They're Ooh. in Queensland, um, sort of, no way. Uh, sort of west of west of um, Brisbane mm. in Chinchilla. It was really, really sad. They were, they were lured to this country property. Um, I don't know all the details because I only heard a little bits and pieces of but apparently they were lured to this country property um regarding they were looking a, for a missing person. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. regarding a missing person and um and this yeah person or these individuals, I think it was a couple of them, just just shot them, literally mm. shot them. Mm. Um and then there were a couple of yeah. other police officers that were um also shot but they escaped with their lives. It was horrible. Wow, Absolutely that is horrible. Terrible. And the you next know, door neighbor got killed as Yeah, well. the really? next door neighbor got killed and have they caught the people? They did. I think they They shot they shot all three of them. Yeah, so there were three. So six six deaths in total. Wow. Yeah. So the people who orig- who killed yeah, the, the perpetrators, were killed. yeah, okay. the three the three wow. that, that committed these heinous crimes. Mm, and mm. and you know what, as I thought about that, I thought about the words of the Paul. You know, he says, you know, and, and, and you know, people, you know, not all, obviously, but some will grow more and more evil, mm. you know, as yeah. the coming of Jesus draws near. The love near of and, many will grow cold. Yeah, you know, the days of Noah, the days of Lot, um, were days filled with violence mm. and horrible violence, immorality, but violence, and there seemed to be no end. And mm. today, you know, today we have that, and here mm. are these law enforcement officers that are there to protect yeah, life. They're there. To- Find somebody. Yeah, trying to find someone. And, I mean, it's just unimaginable. So it's really rocked, mm. you know, the whole police force, as we can imagine, and, and you know, the Premier and the state and everyone's just uh, grieving, you know, mm. this horrible loss. These young these young constables, just mm. just a real tragedy. And yeah, all these so things sad. tell us, folk, that we need to keep looking up. Yeah, Jesus is drawing near. He's going to be coming soon. Sure, he's going to be coming soon. And uh, we're longing and looking forward to that day. We call it the Looking Up Show. Because Jesus said, when you see all these things, look up, because your redemption is drawing near. That's Luke 21, 28. So, folk, keep looking up. Jesus is indeed coming very, very soon. And and in this next section, we're going to begin our Bible study. Justin's going to lead us through a beautiful Bible study as we take a look at the reason for the season. We're going to take a look at Jesus and, and His advent into the world that gave this world hope, the Messiah the Prince of Peace. So don't go away. We're going to be back with our Bible studies and uh, Bible studying. Keep those tips coming. Keep those tips coming. Leanne Crawford, Breath of Heaven. I have many moonless nights, cold and weary, with a babe inside, and I wonder.
A beautiful song, mm. beautiful voice, Leanne Absolutely. Crawford with "Breath of Heaven." That's the song of Mary, the mother of Jesus. It mm. is. It's it's just so beautiful. And um, you know, earlier on, when um, poor Shell was wondering right at the very beginning, you remember that big pause? <laughs> she was like, "What's happening, Danny?" I was actually meditating on those beautiful words from Malita. Mm. I just love her voice. It's just. It's angelic. That, that's how I would describe it, just angelic. And, you know, those final words before we actually start the program, I look to you. Mm. And I was just meditating on those words and the music stopped and it all went quiet. And Shell's looking at me and I'm just 
in the clouds. <laughs> I'm in the clouds and Justin's thinking, I don't know what's supposed to happen. <laughs> I was now. waving at you. You couldn't see my hand. <laughs> I saw I Shell in, giving you the thumbs I up. I was in another world. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so, but beautiful song, beautiful song indeed. And so we're really blessed to have beautiful music. Shell, mm. she is the bomb. So she, good. She just Find picks. songs just in line with what we're talking about. I'm telling you, and like at the drop a of gift. a hat. It's at the drop of a hat. Definitely. Just like I can waffle about everything and anything and not make sense, <laughs> Shell has got the gift of like on the spot getting it right <laughs> with just the right song. It's amazing. <laughs> the very opposite gifts that we have. <laughs> totally complimentary. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Margie, thank you, Margie. You don't mind my humour, which is great. So um, Margie's like... I'm not that old. Did I say something about Margie's age? Did I? I might have. Margie, you you said it's like a she's like a grandmother. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> well, I may not have even met Margie, uh, so I don't even know how old she is. But I was just like, we got to listen to Margie because she is our just regular. like you love and respect your grandmother. Oh, that's the, I love and respect. So this is all love and respect. Of course, Margie's much younger. Exactly. She yeah. could be 21 for that's, all I know. Yeah. She Who's, could be younger than your daughter. She you could know. be. Could be. Could be. Still respect her like a grandma. But, but with a name like Margie, um, I suspect not. So, but yeah. I I don't want to go any further and dig <laughs> dig this hole that's getting bigger by the second. But I just want to thank Margie. She doesn't mind my humour. Good one, Margie. You just you just keep sending me those affirming affirming statements, especially when I start digging holes. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we've got our Bible study coming up very shortly, but just to remind you of our number and the tips. We need the tips for Justin and Sharissa to keep coming through. Um, the tips on how they can face the excitement of being brand new parents. So they're mm. going to need tips. They're going to need some advice. Google only goes so far. We need those <laughs> tips that not even Google can find. <laughs> so those good old-fashioned tips. So... 048-817-624 is the number to text us on, and I will certainly pass that on to them and to everybody else. Now, our giveaway for today, our giveaway for today is the book, The Advent. Mm. Uh, it's a timely book and right on topic, Hearing the Good News in the Story of Jesus' Birth. So it's a, it's, it's a great book. It goes through 31 devotionals, um, one for each day in December. So you can read through this each and every December and be reminded of the great Advent story, hearing the good news in the story of Jesus' birth. 31 devotionals, 31 days, the entire month of December. Excellent, excellent. You know, I just must must say um, I had the privilege yesterday of dropping off a few of the, as a local Faith FM rep, um, dropping off a few of the study requests to people in the area. and, uh, you know, the second one that I dropped off for somebody, um, I didn't get to meet her, but I got to meet her husband. Such a, a nice guy, friendly, positive. Um, he was happy to, to meet me and, um, was so nice to, you know, I asked him, are you familiar with Faith FM? And he's like, oh, it's, yeah, my wife listens all the time in the car. It's just about all she listens to. And so just wanted to say, I don't know if you're listening by chance. Um, but if you are, Gloria and Harry just wanted to say, 
Uh, great meeting you and hope you enjoy that free offer. And if you're interested in this book, The Advent, anybody out there, please write us, send us a text. Um, you will be blessed. You'll yeah, enjoy it. We're going to give the code word. We're going to give the code word. Ah, a little that's bit. Right. Yeah, there's the code yes. word. See, Sharice is not here and he's jumping. <laughs> yeah. He's Justin's just making promises willy-nilly, <laughs> willy-nilly. He's like, yeah, anyone can call at any time. There's thousands of these books and we're all good to go. No, 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 no. <laughs> Justin, Justin, Justin. Throw them out like candy. I'm telling you, we're going to go broke on the Looking Up show, shall we? We're going to go broke. <laughs> I was on the phone. What happened? Oh, no, you in trouble oh, for now. Oh, no, no. I think, I think now Justin's getting us in trouble. I've, I've been getting us in trouble up until this point. Now he's getting us in trouble. <laughs> no, we, we're going to give that book. We've got four of these books, four of these books. We've got four copies. In the next segment, we're going to give the code word. We're going to give the code word in the next segment. And there are four copies to give away of this book, The Advent. So the first four callers um, to text us with the code word, with the code word, when we give it away in the next segment, that book will be sent to you. So um, in the meantime, I do want to say a big, a big, a big shout out to my um, hairdresser, Sally. So we've had my mechanic, we had my hairdresser, Sally. It was really funny. She told me the other day when I went for a haircut, she goes, there was a lady here having a haircut while I was having a haircut. And later on after you left, she says, that's Danny on Faith FM. <laughs> she was like, wow, that's Danny on Faith FM. You know, she was like really like, Wow, and I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish I would have known. She should have got your autograph. Yeah, yeah, I know. For for what it's worth, about nah, twenty cents. She should have said hello. <laughs> yeah, it been nice to meet her. Absolutely, but you know what it's like. Some sometimes people think you know they're kind of you know a bit different. Yeah, and let me just say out, and I am a bit different. <laughs> I am a bit different. <laughs> let me just say to everyone out there, if you happen to see Pastor Danny in person, don't be intimidated. Just say hello. You'll uh, no. <laughs> you'll make he's, his day. He's not as crazy as he is he's on him. <laughs> he's, he's a little bit. He's a little bit more down to earth. Potentially, <laughs> potentially. All right, we've got a couple more tips coming through before we start the Bible study. Are you ready for these? Okay, let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Um, okay, uh, okay. No, this. Really one. looking forward to hearing this. Here we go. Uh, no, no. They, 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 these are not coming through. Uh, here we go. Where are we? It's not too late um, though. Um, Send some on. Here through. we go. Is this one? Let me just see. From Kylie. From Kylie, yes, yes, yes. Okay, here we go. From Kylie. Hi, folks. And I know this Kylie. I baptized her. Oh, nice. And I married her. Really? Yeah. I thought you were married to Yana. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You well, married her to her husband. <laughs> I did. Yes, I married yes. her to her husband. Just as well for Kylie. <laughs> Just as well for Kylie. She dodged a big bullet. <laughs> here we go. She writes, um, hi, folks. I also try to tune in every Wednesday. Thank you for such a relevant show. She thinks all this is relevant. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Advice for Sharissa and hubby. Here we go. Yes, please. Okay, and, and they have a beautiful boy. They've got a beautiful boy mm. um, that God has blessed them with. Um, I think, I can't remember the name. Was it Malachi, Jeremiah? Isaiah. Isaiah. I knew. Different prophet. One I, of the prophets. It was one of the prophets, Isaiah. That's my middle name. So here we go, here we go. You will get heaps of advice, but just do what works best for your family. Mm, oh, I like that. So do yeah, what works you, best, and in Justin's case, let's make it up as you go. Here we go. <laughs> we, we carry on, we carry on. You'll be great parents through Jesus. Oh, look at that. Oh. And that really is the key. And um, and she's congratulating me on my new job. Make sure you can still do your program in Faith FM. Well, there you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys, and God bless from oh, Kylie. God bless you, Kylie. From thank Kylie, you so much. Kylie, Matt, and Isaiah. There you go. She's she's included young Isaiah. Ah, oh, thank so, you so much thank for taking you the time. so much. And um, yeah, keep those tips coming. Oh four triple eight one seven six two four. Keep the tips coming for 
our, I was going to say our newlyweds, but no, that's well and truly done and dusted. Um, but now <laughs> our new parents. Newly parents. Newly parents. That first child is so, so exciting. Every child's exciting, but that first one, it's just, it's just something very special. All right, Justin, we're going to have a prayer, mate, and then we're going to launch into this Bible study for the awesome. rest of the time that we have together. And so... I might pray, and then I'm going to hand over to you. Sounds good. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you so much for the blessings of this day. We've had a lot of fun thus far, and now, Lord, we are here to really um, unpack and uh, take a take another look um, at the beautiful story that is front and center this time of the year. And so, Lord, we pray that as we take a look at the advent of the Messiah, uh, the one who alone would bring hope to this lost world. We pray that your Holy Spirit will lead and guide us as we open your word, open our hearts and our minds. Give us ears to hear Mm. and hearts that are receptive and bless Justin as he leads us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. So if you've got your Bibles, folk, I'd encourage you to, yeah, uh, take them. um, And we're going to open up to some scriptures. Otherwise, if you're driving, just listen up and I know that you'll be blessed. So Justin, over to you, my brother. Uh, Thank you so much. You know, as the year winds down and we head toward Christmas, um, one thing we can definitely safely expect, and that is Christmas carols. And, mm, well, yes. maybe, hopefully not masks and distancing because of another wave of COVID. I yeah. doubt it, right? But uh, Christmas carols and the music, you know, we hear them in the shopping centers and on the TV, on the radio, like we've been hearing today, the beautiful songs, songs like Away in a Manger, Breath of Heaven, The First Noel, and... Um, yeah, lots of beautiful singing. Last week we had our Christmas program at Hamilton with a lot of gorgeous music and um, really enjoyed that. Um, the point is the world will be singing about the birth of Christ, the birth of Jesus, and it does so every year at this time of the year. But who is Jesus and what makes his birth so special? You know, if you Google it, as with most things, you'll find like millions, if not billions of different answers. Um but I love what Time Magazine, Pastor Danny, one of your favorite things, mm, Time Magazine. Signs right? of the times. Jesus told us to look out for the signs <laughs> of the times. Matthew 16. True. Very true. You know, in 2000, um, it's, there was an article. It was a cover magazine story for Time Magazine, and it was called Jesus at 2000. And the author, um, R. Price, said this. He said, the single most powerful figure that is, yeah, the single most powerful figure, not merely in these two millenniums, but in all of human history, has been Jesus of Nazareth. Amazing. Mm, wow. The single greatest and most powerful figure in human history. And he is spot on. Jesus is the most influential person in history. Mm. More influential than Plato, than Buddha, than Confucius, um, than Muhammad. Uh, more influential than Obama. Even though he has more Twitter followers than anyone in the world, I think last I knew it was 133 million wow. people. Wow. Yeah, you have to wonder if that's legit. But okay, anyways, Obama, the most followers in the world. Um, you know, they say that uh, Elon Musk, not surprisingly, number two, I think it's 121 million uh, subscribers or followers on Twitter. But I heard he pays people <laughs> yeah. to be, to follow him. <laughs> When you're that rich, you can, right? (laughs) No, just kidding. But um, Jesus is followed by over 2.1 billion people around the world. How about that? Um, And he's been followed by billions more over the last 2,000 years. And really, the 4,000 years before that, who were looking forward to his coming. 
So the Bible tells his story, and it's history's all-time bestseller. His birth is remembered every single Christmas, and he divides history, mm. B.C. and A.D. Amen. Anno Domini is what A.D. stands for, and it means in the year of our Lord, so after Christ, essentially. So <clears throat> Jesus actually made claims that no one else or no one really in their right minds can make besides him, and no one in the right mind has made. I love how this guy, Thomas Schultz, said it. He wrote a book called The Doctrine of the Person of Christ, and on page 209, he said this, not one recognized religious leader, not Moses, not Paul, Buddha, Muhammad, Confucius, etc., have ever claimed to be God, with the exception of Jesus Christ. He's the only one, and he's the only individual ever who convinced a greater portion of the world that he is God. So Jesus existed. History attests to this. Josephus, Herodotus, um, multiple accounts like verify outside of the Bible, extra biblical accounts verify that Jesus existed. There's no question. No one who challenges Christianity challenges the existence of Jesus because it's so well historically attested Indeed. that it's not worth trying to dispute. Indeed. But the real question is, was he really God? Mm. And in our time together, I'm really excited to look at just 12 prophecies together about Jesus' first coming. And it verifies that the Bible is indeed inspired by an all-knowing God and that Jesus was who he claimed to be. Wow. Well, we're looking forward to that, folks. So that's going to be coming up after this beautiful song, Antique Persuasion. We'll be sharing It Came Upon the Midnight Clear. Sit back and enjoy, and then we'll be back with these incredible prophecies. It came upon the midnight clear That glorious song of old From angels bending near the earth To touch their harps of gold Peace on the earth, goodwill to men From heaven's all-gracious King Solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. Still through the cloven skies they come with peaceful wings unfurled. And still their heavenly music floats o'er all the weary world. Above its sad and Rushing load whose forms are bending low. 
are hastening on by prophet bards foretold when with the ever circling years comes round the age of gold when peace shall over all the earth its ancient splendors fling and the whole world send back the song which now the angels sing. Well, that was Antique Persuasion. It came upon the midnight clear. That was lovely music, yeah, wasn't beautiful. it? Yeah, love the violin. You know, it was <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Well, folk, keep those tips coming in for the new about-to-be parents, uh, Justin and Charissa, <laughs> in three weeks. And counting, or, yeah, all or if Margie or, or, is a prophet, was it Margie who Ma- said? Margie, Margie said this week. Oh boy, I we'll think see. it was Margie. Was it Margie? <laughs> Let me double check here. I think it might have been Margie, um, or was it someone else? It was before um, Margie, the person before might Margie. have been. Baby will be born within a month. That was Leanne. Leanne, that's right. Well, Leanne, Leanne. Leanne's in. yeah. Unless baby. Leanne's right, could be a week. Within a week. So hey, if it's going to be within a week, you better get those <laughs> tips coming in yes. quick, smart. We need those tips. Um, I've got a tip for you, Justin. Get as much sleep as you possibly can <laughs> this week. <laughs> Get to bed uh, early. <laughs> good call. <laughs> we'll so you, you will treasure that sleep. Trust me. Trust me. Um, yeah. So anyway, keep those tips coming. 4 1724 Any tips for Justin and Sharissa? Um, fire away. Text them through. And now we have, now we've got the code word for our book, our giveaway book. There's four of, four copies of the Advent, Hearing the Good News in the Story of Jesus' Birth. It's a 31-day December devotional, and it's just so, so powerful. So I've, I've got this at home. I'd highly recommend it. I've given it away to many, many people, all my neighbors. I gave it away to them um, a couple of years ago when it first came out. And here is the code word, folk. You've got the number 0488 17624. Here's the code word. Code word is ADVENT103, the number mm. 103. So ADVENT103, all one word, no emojis. Em, how do you emojis? say? Emojis. <laughs> emojis. None of that. <laughs> no GMOs either. No GMOs. <laughs> emojis, GMOs. No, 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 nothing but the word. You're exactly right. So, um, yeah. So ADVENT103. ADVENT103. So the first four. Listeners to text in Advent 103, get that beautiful mm. book. So, um, yeah, Justin, you shared with us before we went to the break that you're going to look at, um, you're going to look to share 12 prophecies. Yes. Uh, 12 prophecies of the first coming of Jesus right. that, that give us very, very clear evidence beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus Christ who was who he claimed to be. That's and he right. came right on time and so on and so forth. So over to you. Absolutely. You know, um, when I was single, some of the best relationship advice that I ever received was, if you don't know what you're looking for, you'll find it every time. And that is so true. Not only about dating, but um, also about um, these prophecies of Jesus. You know, many people today think that Christ was Jesus' last name, but obviously it's not. It's a Greek word. It comes from the Greek word Christos, which means the anointed. 
And the Bible uses it 530 different times in reference to Jesus. Wow. The word Messiah in Hebrew is Mashiach. Um, it's the equivalent to Christ. Mm. So Jesus the Messiah or Jesus Christ is saying the same thing, the anointed one. So what does Messiah mean? Well, after the crucifixion, Jesus' followers were understandably crushed. I mean, he even told them, this is a crazy thing, Danny, you know, he told them he multiple did. times, he like, did. I'm going to be crucified, the third day I'll rise again, and he they did. still missed it. In the week leading up to his crucifixion, according, yeah. to, according to the Gospels, yeah, he told them straight out, and he shared, you know, he even shared details, I'm going to be handed over, um, mm, true. and, you know, the... the the, the Romans or the Gentiles or whatever language he uses, you know, the, and they'll, and, and the third day I'll rise again. Mm. So he gave them very specific details. Yeah. And somehow they still missed it. So <clears throat> they missed it because their idea of the Messiah wasn't the same as God's idea and the picture that God had given in Scripture. And after Jesus came back from the dead, it tells a story in Luke 24 of these disciples walking on the road to Emmaus. Jesus comes alongside them. I love this story, by the way. It's such an awesome story. And, you know, they're all discouraged. Oh, we thought he was the one who would save Israel. And he says to them in verse 25 of Luke 24, O foolish ones, and slow to in heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Verse 27, he says, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, it says, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Mm, so the scriptures that point to Christ, in fact, all the scriptures, beginning at Moses, that's speaking of Genesis, mm, that's and right. all the way through, they're all focused on Christ. Christ is the center of Bible prophecy, the center of all of scripture. Absolutely, absolutely, 100%. And Jesus' death, his resurrection, um, they were prophesied in Scripture, and he understood that the only way for him to help his disciples understand that he was the Messiah uh, was to show them the prophetic blueprint of what the Messiah was supposed to look like. So God gave unmistakably clear prophecies mm-hmm. in the Old Testament about what the Messiah was going to do and details about his life so that nobody would miss it, so that at least his people wouldn't miss it. And then they could proclaim to the world the good news that God had come as a human and uh, died for humanity, that we could be restored to eternal life with him. So there are 61 major prophecies that contain about 330 different details about wow. the Messiah written centuries before Jesus was mm-hmm. even born. So incredible detail. We're going to look at just 12 really quickly together, and we'll fly through these. The first one is Genesis 3, verse 15. Mm. This has been said to be the first prophecy in Scripture. I say it's the first messianic prophecy or prophecy about the Messiah because I actually believe, eh, call me crazy, but uh, and I haven't really shared this or thought super deeply about it, but God actually says when he makes Adam and he's alone, and this is a total tangent here, but um, when he makes Adam, he says, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make a helper comparable to him. Mm-hmm. God's first prophecy of sorts or promise was he was going to make a bride for Adam. Wow, I haven't yeah. thought about that. Yeah. I've never thought about that. That's powerful. Yeah, but the first messianic prom- uh, prophecy. So the um, first prophecy had the woman front and center. Yeah. And she has remained front and center ever since. <laughs> carry on, carry on. We won't, we won't go there. <laughs> yes. So, so coming to Genesis 3.15, which actually talks about the woman as well. Come on, you know, now that you mention it. Now that we're, now that we're, now that we're dealing with that, the theme is the woman. Yeah. God actually tells Adam and Eve when they're discouraged, they have sinned and they're, Garments of light have vanished. They're naked. 
And uh, he tells them, he says that he will come as a Messiah, as a savior. He says, I will put enmity between you and the woman. He's talking to the serpent. So it's talking to Satan here. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. When did Satan bruise the heel of Jesus? Now, seed, singular, was like Jesus. It was talking about the Messiah. This is a messianic prophecy, okay? When did Satan bruise Jesus' heel, symbolically speaking? Like, when did he actually hurt Christ? At the cross. Yeah. At the cross. Yeah, that's right. He actually led to his death where when Jesus was nailed to the cross. And his feet were actually physically nailed to the cross. They were. So his feet were bruised physically. Um so in calling Jesus the seed of the woman, God was indicating that his promised one would be the offspring of a human being, not an angel, not an alien from outer space, not 100% God alone, mm-hmm. but 100% God and 100% man. Wow, that's the mystery, isn't it? Yeah. The mystery of the incarnation, as yes. we say, you know, God becoming human. Yes, absolutely. And I love what how uh, one of my favorite preachers, Charles Brooks, said it once. He said... You know, it's a divine mystery. I, you can't explain it. Yeah. He said, um, try to understand it. Try to fully understand it. You know, that God is 100% divine and 100% human at the same time. He says, try to understand it and you'll lose your mind. Don't believe it and you'll lose your soul. But, but in a way, Justin, like you, you're expecting, as, as everybody well knows. <laughs> um, and this baby will be, in a sense, 100% you and it'll be 100% Sharissa. Mm, it'll be true. It'll be completely from you and her, of course. There's there's, there's there's that blend. chromosomes half and there, half, but there, fully. There's, yeah. there's there's the blend. But you would say this is my child, mm. and she'll say this is my child. Yeah, very true. You're not going to say half of this child. This arm is mine. That yeah, arm is exactly. yours. <laughs> so this child is completely mine, and she will say the same. So yeah. in that sense, you know, it's it's continued on, you know, and we have that in humanity. Yeah, but in a unique way with Jesus, mm. right? Because of course. He was somehow, and we're going to be trying to understand this throughout eternity. Mm, you know, we'll be studying it, the science of salvation through eternity, fully human and fully divine uh, at the same time. Son of so, God and son of man. That's right. Mm. Exactly. So God was in the garb of humanity. So this was the first prophecy. Second prophecy, Isaiah 9 verse 6, famous mm, with Handel's uh, Messiah. Danny, you were talking yes, about this yes, earlier. Yes, yes. The scriptures actually foretold that the Messiah would be a male child. It says here for, actually, Danny, you want to read sure, this one for us? Sure. Isaiah 9, verse 6. six. Yes, here we go. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Mm. One of our listeners asked for me to sing Handel's Messiah. But <laughs> I will not do that. That will destroy the program. <laughs> I'll just simply read the text. <laughs> we'll leave that to the... I can grab my violin. We'll leave that to Marlita and co. <laughs> but yeah, beautiful promise. Yes. Um, and this was written 700 years prior. That's Seven- right. Unto us a son is given, mm. and the government will be upon his shoulder. And so scripture also foretells that the Messiah would be a male child. Mm. And this prophecy is uh, one of those. I love this as well. Everlasting Father, mm. Prince of Peace. Mm. You know, he is the creator, the eternal one. Jesus had no beginning. And we're going to get to that. There's actually a prophecy about that that we will get to. But um, next is Genesis 22, verse 18. We're on our third prophecy here. The scriptures actually foretold that Jesus would be born a Jew. Genesis 22, verse 18. Mm, Genesis 22, yeah, verse 18. Genesis 22, 18. 
And um, here, God is talking to Abraham, and he makes him a promise. He says something to him. And uh, notice what he says. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. Yeah, so the Messiah was to be born a Jew. Not an Egyptian, not an Aussie, not an American. Um, definitely not. America didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as a nation, that is, of course, I mean, the continent existed, and there may have been people there by then, but... Um, the Bible says that Jesus would be a Jew. Matthew 1 verse 1 says Jesus fulfilled this prophecy because Christ, it says, um, Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Mm. So his lineage goes back to Abraham. Indeed. He was a, a Jew. Now, the next one is um, Jeremiah. This is the fourth one. Jeremiah chapter 23 verses 5 and 6. Here we find the next prophecy um, that gives us and pinpoints for us a detail that would need to be fulfilled in the genuine Messiah. Jeremiah 23, verses 5 and 6. Okay, this is what it says. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now, this is his name by which he will be called the Lord our righteousness. Mm, wow, powerful. So... Centuries later, in Matthew chapter 20, Jesus walks by these two blind guys. They're on the road to, um, yeah, they're on the side of the road, I think outside of Jericho, if memory serves me right. They sat by the roadside, and it says uh, in Matthew 20, verse 30, that when they heard that Jesus was passing by, they cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. Mm, yes, yeah. son of David. They recognized him as the son of David. The Messiah was going to be not just a Jew, but a descendant of David. Wow. Now, all descendants of David, David's were Jews, but not all Jews were descendants of David. And that was the royal line. That's it right. Was King David. Yes, exactly. And this prophecy says that uh, the Messiah would have to be a descendant of King David. Mm, wow. Jesus fulfilled it. All right, next one. Micah 5, verse 2. I love this. The Bible actually predicts and pinpoints in the Old Testament the birthplace of Jesus. And one of the most amazing things about this prophecy to me, Danny, is that Jesus didn't, his family didn't live here. No. They actually traveled to this place because of the census that was well, they were that living, created. They were living in Nazareth at the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So this is what it says in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. But you, Bethlehem, Ephratah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah... Yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose going forths are from of old, from everlasting. Mm. There's that term again, everlasting. Yeah. That's right. He never had a beginning. Mm. Not only will he never have an ending, but he never had a beginning. The one who was and is and is to come, according to Revelation. That's right. Exactly. Now, you know, that, that song, um, I just sang it last Friday night, actually. Oh, little town of Bethlehem with a group as we were kind of working out different harmonies. But, you know... Who would have thought that that song, A Little Town of Bethlehem, is actually based upon a prophecy that the prophet Micah made that pinpointed the Messiah's birthplace almost 800 years before he was born. Wow. Absolutely incredible. And, you know, Matthew 2 verse 1 confirms Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea. And, you know, there were two Bethlehems in Israel, but this one is specified. The specific one um, is specified, Bethlehem Ephrathah. The other one was 145 kilometers away, and um, God's, or Nazareth, yeah, 
Um, the other one was 145 uh, kilometers away. Nazareth was only 11 kilometers from the other. And God said, he'll be born in this Bethlehem. And indeed, wow. that is what ended up happening. That's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. Well, folk, we have looked at some prophecies. We're going to look at some more in the last section of our program. But before that, we've got this beautiful song, the Bethlehem Children's Chorus. They'll be singing, Oh Little Town of Bethlehem. We've got the news after that. And then we'll be coming to our last section as we head down the stretch.
What are you smiling about? Oh, I'm still on a high from going to Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church on Saturday. The sermon really got me and the people were friendly and really encouraged me on my walk with God. And bonus, I hear they sometimes eat together afterwards too. Oh, tell me more. Well, it starts at 9.30 each Saturday for a more casual learning and sharing time and then everyone comes together for the sermon at 11. I feel like it's helping me live a happier life. Wow, where is this place? I want to go this Saturday. It's at Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church, 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, just across from Gregson Park. Let's go together. Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right, and if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event, because you can actually participate. There's a free giveaway that you can claim, you can text in your questions and prayer requests. Live is so much more fun, so catch you then. voice from Marlita and the beautiful words, I look to you. I look to you. You're on the Looking Up show, folk. And uh, we are in the final stretch on this final day of the year of the Looking Up show. Can you believe it? Mm, 2023 is around the corner. 2023 is around the corner and a brand new baby (laughs) is about to arrive. Have we mentioned that on the radio today (laughs) about 5,000 times? (laughs) So yeah, it's exciting. We all love we all love to celebrate the birth of a brand new bubs, especially when it's the first one. And so that's really, really exciting. So, folk, keep those tips coming. Here's, here's one tip that's come through from Vernon. Vernon's sent us, sent you guys a tip. Anticipate more diapers to be, to, to be changed. So have you been practicing changing diapers? Have you done a bit of practice or like you know, on a doll? Or our something? church threw us a baby shower. Well, uh-huh. threw Sharissa a baby shower and I happened to be invited and they made us compete with blindfolds on, like on a doll. Wow. Changing a nappy How or did like, you go? Putting, oh man, I had it right the first time and I thought it was wrong after like, 60 seconds so i f- took it off and like flipped it around the other way i didn't know that there's velcro oh, on them and it, was, no. it was a disaster but i tell you what Poor i'm baby. a pro now and if the power goes out and i can't see what i'm doing i'll still be able to change the well, baby's diaper we might be in an energy crisis it <laughs> might be you've heard of carols by candlelight it might be it might be um nappies by candlelight changing nappies by candlelight but anyway yeah now folk keep 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 it coming oh four triple eight one seven six two four and um, yeah, apologies for those that have um, tried to text in for the Advent book. The code word being Advent 103. That's the right code word, but there was a bit of a problem with our technology, with the bot or whatever it's called. Um, so yeah, our, our, our wonderful, our wonderful um, shell. I was going to call her the the one in the driver's seat, you know, our <laughs> pilot running the program. Shell's been trying to sort it out. So I think we may have one or two more left. Do we, Shell? Do we have a couple more books? Yep. So we've got two more books. So Advent 103, just one word, 
No images, images. Oh, I can't say that word. <laughs> Nothing but Advent 103. Let's leave it at that. Nothing but Advent 103. Whoever came up with You're that crazy yourself, word. You're aging yourself, Danny. <laughs> Who came up with that crazy word? Emoji. Oh, man. It's like lol. I used to wonder what on earth is lol. It's an Australian L-O-L, thing. Lol. We say LOL in America. Last I knew. I mean, I haven't been there for three years, but... <laughs> lol that's funny to actually pronounce uh, lol <laughs> laugh out loud yeah you know um in, i heard a, i heard a funny story um of of a woman who thought that that meant lots of love yeah yeah and apparently she's like you know i'm sorry you know the just letting you know the dog died you know lots of love lol L-O-L. The dog died, The L-O-L. dog died, L-O-L. Our dog died. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Mom, that's not funny. And she's like, what do you mean funny? I, it means lots of love, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. So anyway, so yeah, Advent 103, and we'll get that book to you. So we've only got two left. There may be even less now. So anyway, take us away, mate. Take us away, Justin, in this last section as we take a look at these final prophecies concerning the first coming of Jesus. Yes. So we've seen so far that um, the scriptures foretell Jesus would be, or the Messiah rather, would be a human, that he would be a male child, that he'd be born a Jew, that he'd be of the lineage of David, that um, he would be born in Bethlehem, Ephrata. That's Micah 5 verse 2. And there's verses for all of these, of course, that we've looked at. Now, um, now we see in Isaiah 7, verse 14, mm-hmm. the Bible says that the Messiah would be born of a virgin. And uh, this word can be translated young lady um, and one who is a virgin as well. And so Mary was a virgin. She was engaged to Joseph. But uh, why don't you read that for us, uh, sure. Danny, if you would? Sure. This is what it says, Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Mm. So it's very clear that this is not just any baby. This baby is Emmanuel, which means God with us. Mm. That's right. And so Christ's birth was miraculous. And the Messiah's birth would have to be a miraculous Mm. one. Um, Not by the normal physical laws of nature. It was a huge miracle. And um, yes, Next, we see Isaiah chapter 60, verses 3 and 6. Isaiah chapter 60, verses 3 and 6. The scriptures actually foretold the royal gifts that the wise men would bring wow, Jesus. Wow, is that right? Yeah. Isaiah 60, verses 3 and 6. Yes. Here, this is what it says. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. And now verse 6. The multitude of camels shall cover your land. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, mm. and they shall proclaim the praises of the Lord. Wow, I didn't know there this you go. scripture And existed. incense, two of the major components of incense were frankincense and myrrh. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. There you go. So, I learned that today. <laughs> didn't know that yeah. prophecy was here in the Old Testament. I actually learned it not too long ago as well. Pretty incredible, isn't it? It is. And so when the wise men sought Jesus and brought these gifts, uh, it was foretold in Scripture that they would bring these gifts. The Gentiles would come. Um, next, looking at uh, the next one, Hosea 11, verse 1. This is incredible. Um, now, Jesus, his parents lived in Nazareth. They, he was born in Bethlehem, but he actually grew up his first few years of life in Egypt. Mm. Hebrew, and Hosea 11 verse 1 foretells that the Messiah would be called out of Egypt. 
Amazing. This is amazing. Here we go. Hosea 11 verse 1. When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. As mm. they called them, so they went from them. They sacrificed to the Baals and burned incense to carved images. Mm. Yeah, so when you read this in Hosea, there was a, a relevant relevance in Hosea to the, the people who Hosea was writing to, of course. But this is also a messianic prophecy because it says, out of Egypt, I called my son. God was talking in Hosea's time about Israel when he called them out of Egypt, but it's also applied to Jesus, his son, the son of God, Jesus who became the son of God, essentially God incarnate, um, who came out of Egypt. He escaped Egypt once Herod was dead. I was just rereading the story earlier today, actually. And I was reminded that when Herod died, um, you know, an angel revealed it to Joseph that he said, those who seek the young child's life have died, you know, go back. And so they did. And the Bible says that, um, yeah, and the Bible actually prophesied ahead of time in Jeremiah 31 that Herod would do this and try to kill all the children under the age of two. Mm. And so, yeah, pretty incredible. And it's what, what's interesting, Justin, before you go on, is that Israel... Um, who was Jacob originally. Jacob's name was changed to Israel when he wrestled with the angel there in the book of Genesis. He went down to Egypt with his family. True. And then he came out of Egypt ah. with his family back into the land of Canaan that God had promised, you know, his grandfather Abraham and his father Isaac and him also. Wow. I had never thought of that. So Israel, Jacob, who was named Israel, came out as well as the Israelite people from mm-hmm. Egypt, mm-hmm. and now Jesus. Yeah, he's, wow, fo- he's following in the footsteps mm, of ancient incredible. Israel. Yeah, That's incredible. amazing. So that was number eight that we've looked at. And I just want to pause uh, before we rush through the last few and just highlight something. This is absolutely incredible. There was a mathematician named Dr. Peter Stoner, who, um, unfortunate name, but uh, Dr. Peter Stoner lived in uh, the 1960s or 70s, I believe it was. And he was a mathematician. He was a statistician. And uh, the head of mathematics department in the um, University of Pasadena, Southern California. And Dr. Peter Stoner decided to calculate the statistical probability of just eight. We've looked at eight prophecies mm-hmm, of the Messiah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He went with, you know, took a group of his students, and this took a number of years, and they statistically worked out what the odds would be of one person just randomly fulfilling just eight. Wow. Not 130, you know prophecies of the Messiah, just eight of them. What would the statistical probability be? And they took, and I read this, there's a paper on it you can find online. It's amazing. He actually took the most conservative estimates of all of his Mm -hmm, students, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. the most doubting ones, yeah? And um, they came to the conclusion that the chances of one person randomly fulfilling just eight of these prophecies of the Messiah would be the chances of one in 10 to the power of 17, well, so is that 17 zeros after the 10? Exactly. Wow. That's exactly right. What number is that? <laughs> Do you <laughs> have a name know. for that number? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but to illustrate what these odds looked like, Dr. Peter Stoner said this. He said, and I'll you know, kind of adapt it for our Australian audience, just because the, st- the state of Texas is about the size of the state of New South Wales. Okay. They're not too far off in size. So he said... This would be the equivalent of covering the state of Texas, so let's say the state of New South Wales, with silver coins 60 centimeters deep and blindfolding a person, telling him to wade out any direction. You mark one with an X on it and you throw it in, you mix it all up, 
and the whole state of New South Wales is covered in silver coins, 60 centimeters deep. You blindfold a man and say you have one chance to pick that right coin. Mm. The chance of him getting it on his first try of all the coins across the whole state are the same as the odds of one person randomly fulfilling um, all of those eight prophecies. So you can basically say it's impossible. Absolutely. It's impossible. Yes. There is no chance statistically. And it wasn't just eight prophecies. It was actually 130 prophecies wow. of the Messiah. So wow, phenomenal. absolutely incredible. Um, maybe just a few more and we'll fly through these. Hosea, um, oh, sorry, uh, moving on. Isaiah 42 verses 6 and 7. It actually tells us that Jesus, the Messiah, would restore sight to the blind. Wow. Did Jesus do this? Absolutely. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all of the Gospels record that Jesus restored sight to the blind. Mm -hmm. In John 9, he even restored uh, sight to a man who was born blind, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is a miracle, by the way, that was reserved for Jesus. Like, no person had ever been healed or given their sight when they were born blind. That miracle had never been worked before. People had been raised from the dead in the Old Testament. And it's never happened since. Yeah, true. That's a good point. Yeah, very good point. I hadn't thought of that. So Jesus... Fulfilled that messianic prophecy. Mm, He restored sight to the blind. Isaiah 53 verse 5 says he would be rejected by men. It says he's despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted Mm. with grief. And the Bible says in John 7 um, and elsewhere as well that Jesus' brothers um, refused to believe in him as the Messiah until after his resurrection. True. And then after that, of course, they did. Um, The scriptures also foretold the details concerning the closing scenes of Jesus' life. Isaiah, or Psalm 41, says that Jesus would be betrayed by, or the Messiah would be betrayed by a friend. Jesus was. And this was written a thousand years before Jesus' time. Amazing. Zechariah 11 says that the betrayal would be for just 30 pieces of silver. And uh, in Hebrew context, you know, that wasn't much, but it was the exact price of a slave. And so we see prophecy after prophecy pointing to the fact that Jesus fulfilled all of these prophecies of the Old Testament. There is no doubt Jesus is the Messiah. Mm. It even says in the Bible that Jesus would be forsaken by his disciples. True. Yeah, and that happened, of course. Zechariah 13, verse 7, prophesies that, and the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 26 points out that that was a fulfillment of that prophecy. You know, there's so many more things that Scripture predicted, that Jesus would be accused by false witnesses, that he would remain silent while he was accused, that he'd be beaten and spat upon, that he'd be nailed to a cross before crucifixion Mm. even existed, by the way, that he'd be ridiculed and mocked. And, you know, we could literally go on and on. The prophecies are so numerous in the Old Testament. Why? Because God wanted the world to know without a shadow of a doubt that the Messiah, the long-awaited Savior of mankind had come. Mm, that amen. he was here and that man need not die for his sins. We need not die eternally. The wages of sin is death. But the good news of the gospel is that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God didn't want a single person to miss the fact that he had shown up. Mm, and amen. so this is why he emphasized, he emphasized um, in the Old Testament the details surrounding the life of the Messiah. And Danny, you know, I love that the purpose of Bethlehem's manger was Calvary's cross. Mm. Right from the get-go, the focus of his birth was that he came to live the life we could not live, but ultimately to die the death that we deserve so that we could have eternal life. Wow. Powerful, powerful. Thank you so much, Justin, for leading us through that wonderful Bible study 
Now we have a beautiful song from Francesca Battistelli. You're here. And after that, we'll come back with some final thoughts. Hold on now, gotta take a deep breath. I don't know what to say when I look in your eyes. You made the world before I was born. But here I am holding you in my arms tonight.
ourselves, Francesca Battistelli. You're here. What a beautiful name. Mm. I love that name. <laughs> it must be Italian, surely, with a name like that, Francesca Battistelli. Well, folk, we are definitely now in the home stretch. The home stretch. The tape is there. We're about ten meters from the from the finishing line. Three weeks away from the due date, and we're so excited about that. And um, just a final a final tip from Paula. So Paula has the final word on the tips, and it's a beautiful message actually. Thank you so much, Paula. Hope you're listening to this, Charissa, as well, dear Danny. With all. Um, this beautiful couple have been through. So having to deal with mm-hmm. me, I think that's what Paul is referring to there. Everything they've had to deal Forget with. cancer, dealing with Danny. No. Dealing with Danny, though, that's the biggest issue they've had to deal with. I understand, Paula. I get it. You are spot on. Now she goes on. Now the blessing of a newborn. Precious child, precious parents. You will be fine. Share the load. Enjoy the journey. I love that. Oh, Share so the much, load. Paula. Enjoy the journey. Just that's nice beautiful. and simple, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Thank you for taking the time. And indeed, everything you guys have been through this year, this is just a great way to end the year. Oh, and um, Absolutely. And I know that it's going to happen on Daniel Daniel 1, January 1. <laughs> I was going to say, my name is, oh, what I was going to say was, even though my name is Daniel, I have the name of a prophet, but I'm not the son of a prophet, but I'm predicting January 1. So we'll see whether I'm a true or false prophet. That'll be the first thing we learn about next year. So talking about next year, folk, uh, we will be recommencing the Looking Up show in January sometime. We're not sure about the date. Sharissa will be having the bubs by then. And so, yeah, so we'll have to coordinate a few things. But in the meantime... Download the Faith FM app. If you don't have the Faith FM app, you can download it and you can listen to your heart's content yes. to all the looking up shows um, that have happened for the last two and a half years. And there'll be look, there'll be um, repeat shows yeah. here on Wednesdays. That's well. right. So every Wednesday, three thirty, um, we will have repeat shows. So there will be a looking up show every Wednesday at three thirty, and don't miss out on the Thursday. Every Thursday at three thirty to five thirty. With Shell. Good old Shell. She's got her program Afternoons with Shell. So that's tomorrow. And it's going to be live tomorrow. And then she may be going away for a little bit. But you'll be able to tune in to Afternoons with Shell on a Thursday afternoon. We have the drive time show from Adelaide coming up immediately after this show. So don't go away. And you will thoroughly enjoy that. Well, folk, um, in these last few moments that we have, I really want to wish each and every one of you uh, a wonderful Christmas break. Pray that as you come get together with family and friends, that it will be a very special time of the year for you. It's a beautiful time when we do come together. We spend time with one another from all parts of the country and even overseas. Uh, we come together, so we wish you all the best. Keep keep safe as you travel, if yes. you do. I'll be heading up to Queensland to catch up with family. What about mm. you? Would you be connecting with Just, anyone? Just uh, lying low, waiting for the baby to come. <laughs> <laughs> My parents will be flying out uh, after the dust settles when the baby's born. Yeah. And looking That's forward exciting. to time with them and family down in Sydney too. That's exciting. So, folk, um, yeah, we wish you all the best. I want to thank Shell as well. She's been our producer, our wonderful producer, and she's done a fantastic job. Thank you, Shell, and for putting up with me especially. You are a champion. We're going to pray now, and then we're going to sign off until 2023. Father in heaven, we want to thank you again for the blessings 
of this show. And um, it's been great to be able to share um, in this time together with all of our listeners from right around the country. It's been a blessing. Thank you for the interaction, for their comments, um, and just everything. Lord, we've had a lot of fun. We've also spent time um, in your word. We've taken a look at Bible prophecy and uh, understanding that you are indeed coming soon. We can't wait for that day, Lord. Mm. When the Messiah, the Prince of Peace, will come the second time to deliver and rescue this world once and forevermore from sin, suffering, and sorrow. Until that day, Lord, keep us close to you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, folk, don't forget, fear looks around, regret looks back, but faith always looks up. Keep looking up. Till next year. looking up, don't give up, don't give up when there's pain. Deep in your heart Keep looking up Don't give up Don't give up Should the tears begin to start With a prayer All your cares He will cast Into the depths of the sea His love is always there for me